This is Simply Meditation, an offering of Center for Self-Care, and your mindful coach, that's me, Mark Balser. Each week at 7.15 p.m. on Wednesday, we have an in-person guided meditation and short teaching at Balance for Life Yoga in Devon, Pennsylvania. Feel free to join us there or listen each week to our intro and guided practice or standalone guided practice. If you'd like to learn more, visit me at www.center4selfcare.com or email me at mark at centerforselfcare.com. Thank you and enjoy. Did you know this was the uh, month of vulnerability and wholeheartedness? I don't know. I don't know if you're ready for it or not. Because we have some newbies today, just want to remind you, like, oh, I mean, we're not going to go too deep into this, but like emotions come up. The whole point of meditating is to feel better, except for it's to feel happiness and joy and contentment better, but also anger, frustration, jealousy, all those things better too. So we can actually identify what's happening to us while it's happening. It keeps us, it, it invites choice into our experience. So it's like, I'm really angry now. I'm going to yell. Or I'm really angry now. Maybe yelling isn't the best choice. So we're, we don't have to make the best choice, but it's really valuable to make that choice. Sometimes so, we're just like, you know what? Impulsive, right? Screw it. I'm going to just be jealous right now and be petty or whatever. That's human to do. But finding a way to, to slow down enough to identify what's happening in our experience. And so a lot of this work comes from Brene Brown, who is a shame and vulnerability researcher. So on Sundays this month, I'm doing, a, doing talks at Mainline Unitarian. On Wednesday, we're practicing. And so we started with uh, this Daring Greatly on Sunday and uh, how it applies to so many things. So we applied it to gender, we applied it to raising children. We applied it to our culture. You know, we have a culture that uh, seems to reward strength and dominance and don't show weakness, particularly when we're talking about men. And that makes us pretty brittle in the end. You know, I'm tough, 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 tough. And then I come home and I, you know, collapse in a heap of emotions that I'm not able to process that well. Uh, the invitation from Brene Brown is to practice vulnerability. She doesn't have any real prescriptions, but you read her books or you watch her TED Talks, you're like, oh, now I get it. One of the metaphors that I often talk about is a Star Trek metaphor. I can't imagine any of your Trekkies, but you know this scene because it's kind of a sci-fi trope. That <laughs> Get ready for this scene. So they're on the deck and they're being attacked. And the ship has taken a lot, of, a lot of hits, and they're in trouble, and they're losing power. So, you know, whoever's the captain Kirk. goes down, Kirk goes down to Scotty, hey, give me more power to the shields. So they give more power to the shields. And take a couple more hits, and now again, more power. And it's like, Scotty, give me everything you got, all that power for our shields. And... I don't know if you've seen this particular episode, but yes. in every one of these, one of the you know engineers says, 
turn off the power, drop the shields. This is our only hope. And, you know, Captain Kirk orders Scotty to turn the power off. They drop the shields. Nothing happens. They gun the engine and they get away. <laughs> um, and in fact, one of the episodes, it turned out that the shield was creating some kind of magnetic force that was bouncing back at it. But, you know, we, we guard ourselves in life. This is very human. Maybe not always. And a lot of times that, that, that armor that we put on is actually the thing that's causing that collapse. You know, we, we have a, we have a, you know, a strong guarded front. Our back is squishy. You know, so we just kind of collapse. Our posture gets bad. The meditative practice we'll work with today is called strong back, soft front. We can find that in our body, that we've got this body that's really, really stable. You know, our feet are grounded in the floor, our butts are in the chair, and our back supports us. So we don't have to do a whole lot of work to sit in this chair and be present for our experience. And if we're guarded like this, you know, we're going to fall, fall over. Um, so we're, the invitation is to have a soft front, an open heart and experience. Now, that doesn't mean that we go out in the world and share our story with every single person we meet. You, you earn vulnerability over time. So we've been together for four minutes or so. Um, it might not be that when we share later on today, we're sharing our deepest, darkest vulnerabilities, but how we can practice with, you know, like this is coming up for me and it's frustrating or it's annoying or um, I'm not sure if I'm going to have a job or I'm going to send my kid off to school and I know that the kid who <clears throat> picks on him and bullies him is in that room and I can't protect him anymore. And my only choice is to be vulnerable, to sit with uncertainty, to sit with kind of emotional exposure of not feeling so great in that moment. So hopefully we can, uh, we can practice that in our body and then bring that into the world as we practice throughout the week, because we're going to find ourselves in situations where we feel very uncertain, very vulnerable, and you know, accessing kind of the intuition that we have to bring some compassion, that open heart, uh, but also wisdom. You know, we're we're held up on confluence of our experience in life, and so it might be that we say in the situation, "No, no, no, I'm standing up now," and we've got that stability and that strong back, um, or it might be you know, I'm going to take these hits for a little bit. I'm going to let myself feel the suffering or the pain of being human in this situation. Not always. So uh, Brene Brown described vulnerability as uncertainty, emotional exposure, and risk. We have these vulnerability shields that are based off of kind of the shame messaging that we carry around. It might be from childhood, it might be from you know, just the way we were born or experiences that we've had. And those shame messages might be things like, uh, you're not good enough, or you don't look the right way, or you're a bad parent, or who do you think you like, are? You think you're a great parent. <laughs> who do you think you are? You're too big for your britches. And those are so universal. No matter what, like, why do I keep on doing, why do I keep getting myself into this mess is my shame message. I know all four of you have had, maybe not to the extreme that I have, but you've had that tune playing in your mind before as well. We bring some openness. We bring even some empathy 
which is kind of the antidote to that shame. So we can find our way at the end of the rainbow to uh, wholeheartedness. And that's kind of her, her punchline, wholehearted living, that I'll tell you a little bit about more after we practice. Wholehearted is engaging your life from a position of uh, knowing that you're worth it, that, that you have value, um, that you're special. So we'll see how that works. So we'll just uh, find our way into the body. You might let your feet rest flat on the floor or perhaps crossed on your chair. Taking a nice deep breath in and out, letting the gaze be soft or perhaps letting the eyes close. Take another nice deep breath in and out and arriving in this moment. Gathering the state of affairs, checking in with the quality of your heart, any emotions or feelings, checking in with the mind, noticing any thoughts or judgments, memories, and as we practice together, just allowing them to come and go. Checking in with your body. Inviting it to settle. Letting the shoulders drop. Allowing gravity to take its hold on your body as you sink into the chair. Feeling movement, a gentle rhythm of a natural breath. as you become aware of the in-breath and the out-breath. You might gently loosen control of the breath, breathing naturally and simply observing, feeling into the body, and the movement of each breath. The invitation to meditation is a practice. We practice in this chair, in this room, so that we might bring the wisdom and insight we find to those we love, 
to the experiences ahead of us. And to face the challenges, the joys and sorrows of our experience, we need a balance. We need two things. We need a strong back, stable, supportive, grounded. The strong back helps us face whatever comes our way. Resilient. We also need a soft front, compassionate, loving, open. The events of our life often unfold without any ability for us to control it. So we might bring a curiosity, a soft front. You might feel into that strong back, sensing the length of the spine, perhaps letting the crown of the head lift as the back lengthens. Strong back. Feel into the bones and muscles the skin of the back. The curve in the lower back and the base of the spine. Feel how the back supports you as you sit upright in your seat. Strong back. Feeling into the bottom and the backs of the legs. Held by the chair.
You might feel a grounding, a stability. Your feet anchored to the earth. Supporting the body. Strong back. Feeling into this posture of dignity. Also allowing the shoulders to fall back, opening the front body, feeling the breath in the area of the heart, writhing in the lungs and the heart, nourishing the body. Softening your experience. Soft front. Letting the belly be soft. Sensing the abdomen as it expands and contracts with each breath. And sensing how the heart might open. Bringing love and care both for ourselves and our loved ones. Soft front. Often we have it the other way around. A hard shell in front. So we might soften it. Allow it to be stable upon the strength of our back. Strong back. Soft front. Feel like you might turn the palms of the hands upward. Notice how that opens the shoulders. 
inviting compassion. Inviting whatever might arise to be as it is in this moment. Holding this balance, this equanimity. Strong back. Soft front. Now letting the breath deepen, bring some control as you breathe in and out, finding a rhythm of breath that supports you. That nourishes and relaxes the body. Breathing into that strong back. Breathing out from the soft front. Strong back, soft front. And in these final moments, you might let go of any technique, dropping any imagery or sensation of the body, just resting. Allowing for your experience to be however it'd like to be.
now sensing how you might bring these qualities of a strong back and a soft front to your experience, to your relationships, your vocations, and even your internal experience. Strong back, soft front. Taking your time to let the eyes open. Returning to our group and our space. Giving yourself some appreciation for practicing. 